initially, and very soon after the diagnosis, my father felt very um, reticent about letting people know. You know, my father's a private man, and I respect that. The fact that my father's first reaction was to say, yes, I would like to do this, this interview to happen. I think it would help others. That is a huge indicator to me of how far he has come. Having initially struggled to accept his dementia diagnosis, Musharraf Ali is now sharing his story to benefit others. My name's Gareth Bracken, and I spoke to a man who wants more people to understand dementia. It's Musharraf, yeah, I'm saying that correctly, Musharraf. With the pandemic ongoing, our Dementia Together podcast interviews continue to take place by video call. In early November, I spoke to Musharraf Ali, who has Alzheimer's and vascular dementia, to hear about his experiences of living with the condition. Musharraf, may I ask your age? I was born in 1939. 1939, which makes Musharraf 82. He lives in South Woodford in East London with his wife Selina and daughter Nadia. Nadia joined her father on the call to offer support when needed. And as you'll hear, the fact that Musharraf was prepared to discuss his dementia so openly shows just how far he has come since his diagnosis in 2014. But our conversation first took us back to many decades earlier. Um, Musharraf, if I could just ask you about your earlier life, just growing up, because did you grow up in a different country? Yes, I was born when it was India, I think. Musharraf was born in Shunamganj, which at the time was in India, but later became part of Bangladesh. One of 11 children, he remembers playing tennis on his family's grass court when he was small, and later going on trips to hunt crane with his brothers, cousins and friends. There was also a political element to his upbringing. My father, he was a minister in Assam. What responsibilities did he have? Revenue, forests, and... Uh, he had prisons once, didn't he? Uh, prisons as well, prisons as well, yeah. And education? Uh, he was all for compulsory primary education. And what about women's voting? Yes, he was very active on it to give the women the right to vote. Mashad, do you recall what was your motivation for moving to England? Uh, study. And what did you want to study in England? Chemical engineering. Mm -hmm. After graduating from the University of Bradford, Musharraf spent most of his career in the petrochemical industry, including designing plants for refining oil and gas. His work took him to London, Germany, Qatar and Aberdeen. Musharraf had quadruple bypass surgery in February 2012, and later on the first symptoms of dementia became apparent when he started to become noticeably forgetful. Nadia recalls she and her mother pushing the GP to refer Musharraf to a specialist, which led to him having an MRI scan followed by cognitive tests at home. The results were used by a local memory service to make the diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease and vascular dementia in April 2014. And so Musharraf, you are formally diagnosed with dementia. How did you feel about hearing that news? First of all, thought I, I, I don't have dementia. Then I compared that I, I don't remember everything sometimes. So maybe the doctors are right. Believed in the doctors then. I resisted, but uh, at the end, I admitted <laughs> dementia. Just uh, from my memory of watching you and watching your face, mm -hmm. what I remember seeing and noticing was first you were shocked. Yes, you were shocked. Yes. Shocked, and you you were, went very quiet, and then Dr. Kinsler asked you, "What's on your mind?" How you're feeling and 
you asked, how long have I got? Mm. Dr. Kindler explained to you that you could have years of enjoying life before the real deterioration happens. Mm. And I remember just from your expression and your demeanor, you felt reassured when she said that. Yes, yes. And in terms of how dementia perhaps affects your daily life, what are the main sort of challenges that dementia brings to your life that sometimes maybe makes things more difficult for you, do you think? One problem I have, sometimes I go shopping, my wife tells me to buy something. I forget I bring something else. That's a little problem. Just problem. Do you remember this one time? So she had come back and she saw in one of the Turkish supermarket we have that there were some fruits, I think peaches. And I, I want them, but I'm not going to buy them because I don't want to carry them home. So she asked my father to go and get them. Where next time he went to the mosque on his way back to come and get them. And um, what's very interesting is he came back, he said, go and get four or five, you know, for a pound or something like that. He came back, do you know what he came back with? Five very large potatoes. <laughs> and I asked him, he said, you know, your mother told me to get something. And all I can remember, she said, that they were a very large size. <laughs> and with pea. So, you know, peaches, potatoes. <laughs> I, I remember five. <laughs> Michelle, so you're laughing about that. So rather than perhaps being upset or annoyed, you are happy to laugh about that sort of thing. Yes, no point in continuing and things like that. So to recap, Musharraf Ali, who lives in East London, was born in Shunamganj, which at the time was in India, but later became part of Bangladesh. He spent most of his career in the petrochemical industry, including designing plants for refining oil and gas. His work took him to London, Germany, Qatar and Aberdeen. He was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease and vascular dementia in April 2014, having had quadruple bypass surgery in February 2012. He was initially shocked by the diagnosis and didn't believe that he had dementia, but eventually accepted it. So, as we speak in early November, after nearly eight months of various restrictions as a result of the pandemic, how would Musharraf describe his life at the moment? Uh, since the lockdown, I have some problem, right? Mm. Otherwise, uh, I'm alright. Before, before the lockdown, I used to go to the mosque two or three times and work half an hour, hour and a half a day. I used to do it, but you can't do it now. How do you feel about this current lockdown situation? Very bad. Bored and bored sometimes. What do you miss about going to the mosque? Well, exercise and used, used to meet friends there. Lots of discussions happening there about religions and things like that. Good atmosphere there. Musharraf's son, daughter-in-law and grandchildren live very near to him and he appreciates the support that he receives from his family. For Nadia, supporting her father has been something of a learning curve. I can only speak for the community that I come from. Uh, I don't know if it has any wider application, but I think we are the first generation to have the experience of seeing our parents live to the, these advanced ages and to see what happens to the human body. Uh, it would have been very rare 
for example, in my grandfather's generation, for a man to survive until his 80s. So it's a very new experience for us. Having the experience I've had, I'm in the position to make suggestions to friends and other people, you know, I, you know th these are the things that you should watch out for. It's not anybody's fault, it's just there isn't that experience. We're the avant-garde, as it were, we're the first ones going through this and seeing this. Nadia is also keen to point out that their relationship continues to work both ways. I'm his daughter, he is my father. Nothing has changed in that dynamic since his diagnosis. He still supports me. I mean, the moral support and the emotional support, he continues to give me that. There was recently quite a challenging family situation. My father might not remember the discussions that we have from one day to the next. In that time, in that period of time when I'm talking to him and I'm explaining to him what's going on, at that time he is lucid and he gives me his honest advice. Hmm. And which is always, you do what is right, doesn't matter what anyone else says, you do what is right. It doesn't lose its power just because he's now elderly and he has this medical condition. The family has been receiving strong support from Alzheimer's Society, in particular from Shahala Abbas, a dementia support worker. I think she should be cloned, basically. Uh, she has a huge amount of common sense and a huge amount of humanity. You know, I can see, you know, from the questions she asks me and the suggestions that she makes, that she's thinking about the steps ahead yeah. and how to make those easier. From my perspective, I'm very glad that she has the capacity to be able to support our family, because I, I would, I'd imagine that her service is in high demand. Do you have any opinions, Ms. Sheriff, on people's awareness of dementia in the public? So people you meet, friends, people at the mosque, do they know what dementia is? Do they understand it when you tell them about it? Many people know about dementia and mm. Alzheimer's, but what it is probably, actually they don't, don't know. Unless it happened to me, I wouldn't know what it is. Yeah. What motivates you to tell me your story now? Well, other patients like me, I would like many people know about it. If, if my story helps somebody else, why not? I'm, I'm all for it. Although he does wonder how dementia might affect him in future, Musharraf knows that he'll receive all sorts of help and support from his family. And as things stand right now, he's very content with life. One thing is that I've got one daughter and son. They're up to the mark <laughs> with them. My son is married. He has got two, two children. Mm. They're fine. My daughter-in-law is a wonderful lady. What else do you want? I should be satisfied with what I've got, what Allah has given me. Whatever I wanted to do, I've done it more, more or less. When I look at my father, his demeanor, his body language, strangely enough, he seems more at peace now mm. and more contented. Mm. I mean, we're, we're, human beings are full of different emotions that come and go, mm. but the, the, the dominant vibe from my father these days is contentment and peace. Next steps. Your donation helps us to improve people's understanding of what it's like to live with a dementia diagnosis. To donate, visit alzheimers.org.uk forward slash give or call 0330 333 0804. For coronavirus advice and support for people affected by dementia, visit alzheimers.org.uk forward slash coronavirus. 
for our publications in a range of languages and formats, see alzheimers.org.uk forward slash accessible resources or call 0300 303 5933. This was a podcast version of the article called Strength and Acceptance in the December 20, January 21 issue of Dementia Together, Alzheimer's Society's magazine. Written and recorded by Gareth Bracken, produced by Nicola Leddy. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe for more Alzheimer's Society podcasts. As well as print and email versions, we also offer an audio version of the full magazine. To receive the magazine or the CD, call 0330 333 0804.